Learning daf lamin vav mid so we said that in chutzlar and talacha kedivri yameikul you can be saymuch on the sheet of Akiva that when it comes to tzlav or the avyanus which is the fruit of the tzlav you can toss that berry the fruit the avyanus and eat the kafrisim which is the peel because according to Akiva the peel is not considered a fruit so on the third line the gemara asks the tapuk lei the nasa shaymer lepri in other words even if you don't consider the peel the kafrisim to be a fruit. But you should say that it's Aser because it's a Shomer Lepri. It protects the Pri. Rahman Amr, the Torah says in the parish of Arla, you should make Arla the fruit. Make the fruit literally means closed off. In other words, that it should be Aser the fruit. And there's a word here that's extra, S. So S comes to include that which is Tafel to the fruit. What's Tafel to the fruit that's being included here? Shomer Lepri. The Shomer, what protects it? So the kafrisin protect davyanis. So even if the kafrisin are not a fruit in and of themselves, but since they protect davyanis, which is the fruit, so it should be aser anyway. How do you eat it? Amarava. So Rava says no. Although the drasha says that the shaymer lepri is included in the yisra vayla hecharmi and the nasa shaymer lepri, but when do we say something is considered a shaymer lepri? Hechad isay bein betalosh bein mochomer. That's when it's there as a shomer, both after it's been. Detached from the tree, as well as while well, it's still attached to the tree. But hacha, but in the case of kafrisin, b'muchavri isay. When the kafrisin, when the slap is attached to the tree, isay. So the kafrisin are there. Betalosh, but after it comes off the tree lace, it's no longer there. So it's not considered a shamer. Asi Abai Abai questions this because it says in the Mishnah Nuksin, pitma shorimain. Pitma is like the crown at the top of a pomegranate. Mitzdarefes. That's mitzdarev. To the shear of uh, of tumah, meaning when something is makabel tumah or metame, it needs to have a certain shear, and the pitmas mitstarv to the shear. Vanates shelo, but the nates, which Rashi says is the parallel of kafrisin, nates is some kind of uh, of a peel, uh, a shell on the rimon, and einu mitstarv, and there it's not mitstarv to the shear of tumah. So the Gemara says, right? And the fact that it says that it's not mitstarv. To make the shear to be a makabel tumor, to be a matami, so you see that it's not an ochel. If the nate would be considered an ochel, it would be mitzdarev. So obviously it's not an ochel. It's just a shell, and it's not an ochel. And yet, v'tanan gaviarla, it says in the mission of gaviarla, klipe rimon v'hanate shelo, the peel of the rimon, the regular thick red peel of a pomegranate, and the nate, this outer shell that we're talking about, that's the parallel of kafrisin. As well as klipia goes in the shells of walnuts, algarinum, and the seeds, meaning the the walnuts themselves. Chayavim ba'arla. All these things are chayvin arla. So that means even though the nates, which is the parallel of kafrisin, is not edible, it's simply a, a shell. It's chayvin arla, meaning not because it's the fruit, but because it's a shomer. So obviously, even though it's no longer on the fruit after it becomes detached from the tree, it could still be considered a shomer. So why in the Kafrisin considered a Shomer? Alam Rav Sarada says Rava Hey Charmin and the Nasa Luhu Shomer the Peri. When do we say that something is considered a Shomer the Peri? Hechad Isi B'Shaz Gemar Peri. When it's there, when the fruit is complete, meaning it doesn't have to be on there after the fruit becomes detached from the tree, but it has to at least be there when the fruit is complete. High Kafris, but the Kafris Leisi B'Shaz Gemar Peri. It's not even there when the fruit is complete. It falls off the fruit before it's complete. Aini, is that true? Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman said, in the name of Rav Nachman, these metachli da'arla, which is some kind of a shell over da- around dates, in the early stages. So if the dates are arla, asiri, so those metachli, those 
Shells are Asr. Hoven Asu Shomer the Peri. Since they're considered a Shomer the Peri, now for Shomer the Peri, Amy is happy. When are those Metachlia Shomer for the fruit of the dates? The Kufra, when it's Kufra, which is a very early stage of the development of the dates. The it's still called the Shomer the Peri, so apparently it could be considered a Shomer the Peri, even if it's only a Shomer at a very early stage. So why can Kafrisi be considered a Shomer? So Rav Mark says, no, no. Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says that the Metachli, the Arlar, considered a Shomer because he holds like Rav Yossi, who says that at that early stage, it's actually considered a fruit. The Tanan, it says in the Mishnah, Rav Yossi, Smadar, Aser, Smadar is a grape, but it's not even a grape, it's like a bud. As soon as the flower, the blossom, falls off the grapevine, so you have a little bud there that eventually becomes a grape. That's called Smadar. Trevesi says, Smadar already is Aser because of Arla, Mipneshu Pri, because already at that stage it's considered a Pri. So if Nachman holds like Rabbi that at that early stage it's considered a fruit, so also Metachli the Arla are going to be considered a Shomer for a fruit because as small as the dates are, it's not smaller than uh, than this Smadar. But Upligi Rabbanan and Lebat Rabbanan argue with Rabbi and they hold that a grape is not considered a grape at that early stage. It has to grow bigger to be considered a grape, and who had then? Dates would have to go bigger, bigger, and who had then the kafrisin wouldn't be considered a shomer because they fall off before the tzlaf grows big enough. Is that true? Did the rabbanan argue with Rabbi other trees? Meaning yes, by a grape. So the rabbanan say that it's not considered a grape when it's madar. It has to become bigger. It has to become. We'll see something called boser. But by other trees, the rabbanan don't disagree. But Tanan says it in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, at what point in time are you not allowed to chop down a tree in Shvis? The Rashi explains that in Shvis it says, Kashbarhu says the, tr- the fruits of the trees are to be eaten and not lehefsed, not to be ruined. So you're not allowed to chop down a tree, thereby ruining the fruits, but only at the point when the fruits have already grown. If the fruits haven't grown, you can chop down the tree. Once the fruits have grown, you're not allowed to chop it down. So at what point in time are the fruits considered to have been grown? That you're not allowed to chop down the tree in Shvius. So all trees are the same. When they put forth a fruit, as small as it is, as soon as you can see a fruit, it's all so that's considered a fruit. And we say So carob fruits When you see like a chain, there's a lot of charuvin on the tree. and grapevines mishigru. When they grow to the size of a girua, we'll see what that means in a moment. Vazetsman and all trees mishianetsu, when there's a nates around them. Visharkaloilanos and all other trees mishiatsu, when they put forth the fruit, no matter how small it is. So now, Bam Ravasi, Ravasi said about this Mishnah, who baiser, who girua, who pulloven. When we, there's something called baiser, that's a certain stage of uh, growth of a grape. And that's this something that we call girua. And that's, a white bean. Now, pull halavan It's a white bean. You mean you think he means that? We're not talking about white beans. We're talking about grapes. Elaima, rather say shiurok bolavan, meaning baiser is girua, and that is the same size as a white bean. In other words, when it says in this mishnah, gefanim mishiyigru, means when the gefanim grow to be the size of a white bean. So now, who's the tan of this Mishnah? Man Shamas laid the Amr Baiser in Smadar. Who's the tan that holds that a grape is only considered a grape when it grows to be the size of Baiser, of a white bean, and not at the earlier stage when the flower, the blossom falls off and it's called Smadar? That's the Rabbanan. 
So this Mishnah is the Rabbana Vikatani Shar Kalayla and it has all other trees when they produce a fruit as small as it is, it's immediately considered a fruit. So that means dates and salaf are all going to be considered fruit at the smallest age, even according to the Rabbana. So if a shomer is considered a shomer lepri, as long as it's there when it becomes a fruit, then right away it's considered a shomer. So then why is kafrisin not considered a shomer and therefore included in the Yisra of Arle? When do we say something is considered a shomer lepri? Only when, if you remove the shomer, the fruit is going to die. Hacha, here in the case of kafrisin, when you remove it, the fruit, the avyoinais, that are underneath it are not going to die. And they took off the nates, the shell around the rima in the pomegranate, and the rima dried up. And then they took off the parcha de bitisa. The parcha has a different girsa here, but it means obviously the peel around the fruit of the tzlafi, kain bitisa, and the fruit survived. So apparently, it's not really needed. The fruit's not going to die without it. And therefore, it doesn't have a din of a shimer, And it's not considered in the Yisra of Arla. And that's why you can rely on Ibi Akiva and eat the peel in Chutzlaretz. It says the Gmaravite there, pilpuli, peppers, hot peppers growing on a tree. Rav Shesh's armor, you make a bracha of shahakal on them. Rav Amr, Aloyklum, you don't make any bracha on them. It's not a fruit. Rav also said, If a person eats Pilpul, raw peppers on Yom Kippur. Kasra, she said, this is the word for eating when you eat in a not normal way or something that is not normal to eat. So if you eat peppers, raw Yom Kippur, you're potter. You didn't eat anything. You eat ginger, raw ginger in Yom Kippur, you're also potter. That's not considered an achila. And therefore, when you eat it, you don't have to make a bracha either. So on this, the Gemara asks, it says in the Brisa, and the fact that the Pasuk says, you should make Arla, you should make Asr, the fruit of the tree. Don't you understand from that that we're talking about an Eitz that produces fruit? Obviously, if the Pasuk says that the fruit that grows in the tree should be Arla, so obviously it's a fruit, it's a tree that produces fruit. So then why does the Torah tell us, why does the Torah have to tell us, and what does it teach us when it tells us that we're talking about an Eitz Meichel. Now, the Pasuk says that when you have an Eitz Meichel, V'aralta merlasu esperio. Just say, V'aralta merlasu esperio. I know it's talking about an Eitz Meichel because I wouldn't have any fruit otherwise. So, it says Rabbi Meir, you know why it says Eitz Meichel? Lohavi Eitz, Shetam Eitz of the Peyoshava. The Pasuk wants to include in the parish of Arla a tree whose bark tastes the same as its fruit. Vezehu. And which tree is that? That's pilpul, and that's the pilpul tree. The wood, the bark of the tree, as well as the pilpul, the fruit itself, has the same sharp, sharp flavor. So what's this teaching? Obviously, it's teaching us that pilpul and archive in Arla. And it also teaches us, Eretz lacks nothing. You're going to even have these pilpul trees in Eretz Yisrael. So like it says, Not with any lacking are you going to eat bread, Nothing is lacking in Eretz Yisrael, even these pilpul trees. So you see that a pilpul is considered a fruit, it's chayv and arla. So then if it's chayv and arla and it's considered a fruit, shouldn't you make a brach on it? So when it says, like cash, it's not sure. It depends. That which the Pasuk says it's chayv and arla, it's considered a fruit, is when it's moist. That which we said before, Rav said it's not considered a food and you're not considered eating it, and you don't have to make a bracha, that's when it's dry.
Kippur, a person swallows ginger and Yom Kippur, he's potter. Didn't Rava say, which is some kind of a food made from ginger? It comes from Behindoy, which Rashi seems to say is like Ethiopia. Sharia, it's mutter. You don't have to worry about shilas of kashrus of bishalakum. So here it says you make a bracha on ginger. So again, like kashrus, it's not fair. However, a tiv to that, when you make a bracha is when it's wet. However, you've asked that, which he said, you're potter and you're kippur and you don't make a bracha, that's when it's dry. Chavitz kadeh revachain daisa. So the one I discussed is chavitz kadeh, which is a congealed food that you make with flour and, uh, and honey, and also daisa, some kind of a porridge. So you do on these things, you make shahakal and yavidvaro, and if ganam, you make barimina mezainas. Now, but daisa greater kudyamalo pligi. If the daisa is just plain daisa, it's just the grains, maybe with water, nobody would argue, of course, you would make a bracha of the barimina mezainas. What are they arguing about? When you make your dice into something like meaning you put in there honey as well. So now you have honey with the flour or with the grain. If you do Amar, you make Shehakal. Because he holds that the honey is the main thing. You make a brach on the honey. And if Amar, no. You make what I mean in Mizainus. Because he holds the flour, the grain in there is the Eker. They both said, any dish, any food that has in it of the five grains, one of the five grains, wheat and barley, oats, rye, and spelt, so Umar goes and discusses that any dish that has in it one of the five grains, you make mezainus, and then there's another member that was set over, they both say, anything that is itself from the five grains, now the Gemara is going to go on to explain why you need these two statements. Why do you need to say that something that has in it one of the five grains is mezainus, as well as saying something that is itself one of the five grains you make mezainus? That we'll discuss next time.